This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money show. It's Thursday, May 12th, and we are here continuing to answer your questions. And, you know, we love to get your messages. The easiest way to send us a message is just go to our website. It's jillonmoney.com and you can click the contact us button. There, a form will go into your little browser and you'll start completing it. At the end of the form, what happens? It says, would you be willing to come on the show if you click that box and you say yes, it is more likely that you will get your question answered sooner rather than later. Isn't that better? Not only that, but sometimes when you guys just send us emails, it's like filled with a lot of information, but I don't get the nuance. And to get the nuance, then what I really need to do is to have follow-up questions. So that's why I love having you on the line with us. It makes it so much better. So today, on the line with us is Kay from California. Hi, Kay. How are you? What can we do for you? Hi, Jill. Thank you. Yes, I would like to know um, if me and my husband have saved enough for retirement. Okay. Tell us about yourselves. Yes, I am a 40 years old and my husband is 46. We both working in the same place. Oh, in the same company? Yes. Very good. 40 and 46. How much do you guys earn together? We both total earn a $220,000 a year. How do you feel on that level of income? I know you live in a high cost area, but how do you, how's your cash flow? How do you feel? Uh, we live comfortable life and uh, we enjoy living in California. I know it's a lot tax, property tax and everything else is expensive, but we enjoy living here because All we right. live close to our family. Oh, well, that means something. Okay. It really does. Okay. So let's go into some details, Kay. You make $220,000 a year. Do you both use retirement accounts? Yes. We okay. both have 401k and 457. And also we have a pension. Ooh, you both have. All right. So let's do it at one by one. So you have 401k. How much is in your 401k? I have 100, 106,000 at the moment. 106,000. Okay. What about the 403b? I mean, the 457. 457, I have 67,000 at this time. Okay. 67,000. Okay. How much longer do you have to work to get that pension benefit? And what will it be in the future? Per my contract, I will have to work until I am 57. Mm-hmm. And it will have generate $100,000 annually for Whoa. my pension. Whoa. Yes. That's huge. Okay. Let's do the husband's. How much does he have in a 401k right now? He have a combined 457 and 401k total $100,000. Okay. And what's his pension look like? 
he will earn uh, 89,000 pension. Same thing at age 57? No, he will retire at 50. So he has been with the the company for about, yes, exactly. He's been 19 years with him. Will he actually retire when he's 50? And that's only four years away. He planning to retire at 50 because he said that he wanted to do something else, like work in a different place. Yeah, that's a part time. That's cool. That's cool. You're both maxing out your 401ks or you, how are you managing the four? Like, what are you putting away in the 401k and the 457 plans? Well, how much of your salary are you putting away right now? So for me, I put in um, 1700 into currently I just do rot only it's 401k rot mm-hmm. and 457. I also do a 1700 every month. And wow. my husband, my husband, he did um, 1,500 into his uh, 401k, 500 into a, a ROT 457. Okay. So when you gave me those numbers, 106,000 in a 401k and 67,000 in a 457 plan, is your 401k, is most of that 106 in Roth or is it in traditional? In a traditional, most of them, yes. You, so you just started really doing the Roth more? Right? Yes, exactly. Okay, got it. Okay. Um, do you guys have some kids? Yes, I do. I have two kids. Uh, the oldest is 15 years old. The youngest is seven years old. Are you um, putting money away for education for them or are you planning to, and praying and hoping that <laughs> they stay in the yes. California system? I am concerning right now because they're balanced in 529. I use New York 529. Mm-hmm. And the 15 year old, I have 24K for them. Mm-hmm. And the seven years old, I have the 11,000 for him. Okay. And okay. I know that's very low balance. I, no, I just wish I can. Don't worry. You're, you're, you're doing great. Don't worry. You're doing great. Okay. So tell me about the, like, do you have a cash account, like an emergency reserve account? Yes. Yeah, so for my husband account, he have in his saving mm-hmm. 50000 I have in my saving uh, 50000 And then with the credit union, I have another 20000 So total, I just counted as 70000 but we actually have almost 100000 cash. That's a lot. I mean, you guys are in jobs that are pretty secure, right? Yes. Do you want to put some of that money into the 529 plan? I do, but at the same time, I'm afraid that if I need something to use it later on, I might have to pull it from their 529. Tell me about the house. Where do you live? In a house? Do you rent? Do you own? Yes, I own a home, my primary home. Uh, currently, I pay 2700 a month. I just How refinance. Much? Hold on a second. How much is the house worth? The house worth right now is 550000 And what's the mortgage that's outstanding on the house? Uh, 330000 And that you just refinanced, right? It's correct, yes. What's the rate? Uh, 1.75%. What? Is it a 15-year? 15-year, yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That is a crazy number when you see that. Anything else? Do you have a brokerage account or any, do you have a second property? What's going on for you guys? What else? Yes, I do have a rental property that I pay by itself. And that rental property, I bought it was 224000 And I just refinanced last year as well was 2.875% at 15 year. I know I did it wrong. I should just do 30 year. Whatever, it's done. So how much is yes. it worth? How much is it worth? It's worth uh, four hundred eighty thousand. 
And what is the mortgage that you refinance? How much is outstanding? Uh, the mortgage is right now is two forty. When you said you make two hundred twenty thousand dollars a year, did that include the income from the rental property? No, it does not. I don't count that. Yes. How much income do you take out of that property a year? Uh, a year, I will earn like twenty thousand. Okay. So, is that the money that you've been using to push into your cash account? Uh, actually, I did not use any because that property just pay itself. I did not even earn any percentage from it because mm-hmm. it just paid back to the mortgage to the lender. So yes. you're saying the twenty thousand? It's not like you're making it. You're saying you're using the rental income that's generated pays for the house, the upkeep of the house. Yes, correct. I got you. I got it. Okay, and you're not making any extra payments on either mortgage right now, right? Yes. Okay. Good. All right. Uh, do you have life insurance? I do have a life insurance. My husband have the five hundred thousand life insurance, mm-hmm. and it's thirty year term. And I do have a term life insurance as well, and it is only a uh, three hundred thousand. I mean, you're probably a little light on life. Can you buy more insurance through work life insurance? We both bought it from our work. It's a group life insurance. Okay. Can you buy more or not? Uh, I think that's it. That's only higher is the three hundred thousand dollars. Okay. All right. I, I understand. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. You're in great shape for retirement, so don't worry about that. <laughs> Let me start with that. Let me start with that. Easy. The thing that's fascinating to me is that look, you're going to have pensions, okay? And right now, if I look at you know the amount of money that you guys are saving, you know, just let's look at your retirement savings. You're putting in this seventeen hundred a month in your four hundred one k, seventeen hundred a month in the four fifty seven, right? So that's thirty four hundred, and then your husband's also putting fifteen hundred a month away. So you're putting away a boatload of money, like you're putting away almost sixty thousand dollars a year right now. So that tells me you don't need so much money to retire because you're, you know, you're not spending that much money. You're just not. So what I think is important to remember is if if we said, forgetting about the kids for one second in college, because I think that that's one piece of this that is, you know, a little bit of the outlier. But if we're just talking about your retirement, you got plenty of money to retire. I think the question is, because you're going to have $190,000 in pension. I know that that's, you know, it's pre-tax, so you have to pay tax on that, but you'll also have other money. Is it possible that you feel comfortable pulling back on some of the money that you're putting into retirement and redirecting it to your kids? 
That's the question, you know? And it's it's a tough one. I get it. Because you have, like you said, I've got this cash. You could use the cash. Now, if you didn't want to have the money tied up in a 529 plan, I understand that. But it is so much more tax efficient to do that, right? So even if you said, you know, of the $100,000 you have in cash, is there some level that makes you feel comfortable? Like if you said, a hundred is that, that's it. That's all I can have is a hundred thousand dollars. You know, I must have at least that every extra dollar you can put into the 529 plan. Alternatively, if you just like, that makes me feel queasy, then what I think you'd have to be willing to do, frankly, is to say, you know what? You know, let's see how things roll. We have money. We can tap the money. We can use some of our money in cash. When the kids are ready to go to school, your 15-year-old is only a few years away, you pull back on the amount of money you're putting into retirement. You use that money to help pay for college, okay? And you can do that in real time. You can literally do that in real time. It may be a problem for the seven-year-old because we've got 10 years to go, and I don't know what's going to happen. And so that may be a case where we say, you know, worst case scenario is if you had to pay for college and the kid doesn't go to a state school, you could sell the rental property and you'd have the money to pay for school. You could easily. So it really is a comfort level thing. You know what I mean? Like this is such a strange situation because it is a situation where, you know, you really are fine for retirement, but to preserve your options, you don't necessarily want to do the 529 plan. I get it. But it is a more efficient way for you to save for college. That's the piece. That is a great plan. You know, I, and so if you, do you think that you would be able to, do you think you'd be able to sell the rental property? If I mean, I'm not saying you will have to. I'm just saying, would you be willing if you had to? Yes, I can sell the rental property. Okay. You know. When, um, when they need to go to college. All right. Well, listen, we'll see. Do you have wills and powers of attorneys and healthcare proxies? Yes, I do. I have a state planning. So both property under a revocable trust, family trust. Fabulous. Okay. This is all good. You know, again, you can take some of the cash you can put in the 529 plan. If that makes you feel queasy, don't do it. If you can also pull back on the amount of money, your pre-tax contributions, you can pull back on that a little bit. And you can see when the time comes, when your 15-year-old is ready to go to school, if you'd like to help pay, that's fine. And you can always sell the rental property. You know, you got a quarter of a million dollars in equity right now in that rental property almost. And I know you just refinanced it, but, you know, listen, maybe also that maybe the income will increase. Maybe you'll take in more income than the house costs you. And if that's the case, you can start using that money to put money into the 529 plan. But I guess the best news is that because you have a 15-year-old and a 7-year-old, they're not in school at the same time. So you're going to have a different game plan when each kid is ready to go to college. If you are okay pulling back on putting some of the money in the 457, I mean, even if you said $500 a month, like you're putting a lot of money away, you guys, of $60,000 or $58,000 that you're putting away, if you said, you know what? We'll put $40,000 a year away and we'll take $18,000 a year and put it into the college accounts. I would be fine with that. You have to be fine with that, though. You really have to be fine with that. Yeah, that, I think that's a good plan. And I want, I was concerned also, you know, because I have some other investment into the brokerage account and all those investment is in a variety of account. Should I just combine those accounts into one account? Wait a second. Wait a second. I missed that one asset. I missed it. Okay. So what do you have in brokerage accounts? In a brokerage Vanguard, I have 135000 In okay. Fidelity, I have 30000 And in TD Ameritrade, I have 24000 Which one do you like the best? Vanguard, but then Fidelity, I use it to buy a fractional share. 
just take the 30 and the 24 bang amounts, get rid of those and put that in the 529 plan. Let's not, let's stop messing around here. You don't need to be buying fractional shares. I mean, you're putting money at risk. It's just that you're, it's available to you. I'd rather you put the money in the 529 plan. I really would. That gives you $54,000. Maybe it's 40. Maybe you'll have, uh, after you pay some, you, you know, you pay some taxes, whatever, you have $45,000. So split the money and put the money into the kids' accounts. And let's stop with that nonsense. Okay. Let's get these kids' accounts beefed up a little bit. And, um, and if you have extra money, you can put the money into the, I mean, you're, it's funny, you're willing to buy fractional shares, but you don't want to put the money in the 529. I know why, because it's a liquidity issue. You're scared that if God forbid you needed the money, the brokerage account is yours. Once you put it in the 529, you don't want to pull it out. I get that, but we got to get you over that because the 529 is so much more efficient as an investment vehicle for you and for your kids. It really is. There's no tax due. Um, you know? I do have another question. Uh, 529 I have currently with New York 529. Should I roll it over to Vanguard as well? Just stay in the New York plan. It's a good plan. Okay. How about how about Kay hiding her brokerage account from us, Mark? I mean, that was a little bit of a bury the lead. All right, Kay, I feel good about your retirement. Pull back a little bit on the retirement stuff. Let's get the education stuff rocking and rolling. Um, and don't make extra payments on those mortgages. All right. Do not do that. Okay. <sighs> all right. Good. Another, another family's problems solved. If only I could do this for everyone in my life. If you are like Kay and you just want a little bit of a, I don't know, like a rejiggering of your priorities and see what works best for you, then go to our website. It's jillonmoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. We'll get your note and let us know if you'd like to come on the air. While you're on the website, sign up for the free weekly newsletter. We would very much appreciate that. We also would very much appreciate if you leave a rating and review at Apple. And uh, you can follow us here at Ion Money wherever you find your podcast, but you can also check out our other program. It's called Jill on Money. Mark Tulercio is our co-host and executive producer. We are distributed by CBS and we drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. We like to remind you to put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Give someone a little boost today. Curiosity, compassion, community. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you next week. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.